0: Good morning! Welcome to Breakfast with Kent for November 1st. It's Friday, November 1st. My God, where did October go? Brought to you by the great people at today's dentistry. Call Dr. Mike O'Neill, 317-849-2933, and your breath doesn't have to stink anymore. Isn't that great? You can have a healthy mouth. You got bad breath, you probably have some unhealthy things going on in those teeth and gums. Nobody better fixing them than the, than the great Dr. Mike O'Neill, 317 849 Two nine three three T Y Hilton did not practice again yesterday. He was limited on Wednesday. Didn't practice yesterday. We'll see what he is today. He's usually out there on on Friday. He does get nicked up throughout the season. He's a little skinny thing, and because of that, you know he doesn't take a lot of pounding well. Well, this is kind of the this is the process. You nurse him to health for Sunday, and you hope that on Sunday he's good to go. And that he can raise some hell in the Pittsburgh Steelers secondary, right? That's what the Colts need. They're one-point favorites in Pittsburgh. I kind of don't understand that, but okay. I wouldn't bet it. That's up to you. The over/under is like 42. That's kind of a uh, boy. That's right in the sweet spot, isn't it? I don't. I bet the under. I got to tell you the truth. I see it as being like 2016, something like that. Vinatieri's going to have to be good. On Sunday, in order for the Colts to win this game, Pacers tonight at Bankers Life Fieldhouse against Cavaliers. The Pacers are seven and a half point favorites. Okay, that's fine. I like it. Why not? Uh, but they're one and three, and they lost to the Cavaliers at home. Their first go round. It's kind of an odd schedule. Like okay, through five games after tonight, they'll play the Cavaliers twice. And the Pistons twice. What are we doing? What's what's the NBA up to? How about spreading some of these games out, for the love of God? Anyway, Pacers, without Miles Turner, he's got the ankle. Without Edmund Sumner, for quite a while, he's got a broken hand. And that broken hand is not going to be re-examined for another three weeks. So Sumner is going to be out for at least as long as that. They list Turner as week-to-week. And so people are starting to make noises about uh, Miles Turner, Domas Sabonis, are the Pacers... Actually, because of the win the other night when Turner got hurt, are they better off without Miles Turner? I think that that is an absolutely crazy question to ask at this point. Obviously not. You you lose a starter, you don't get better. That's just not the way things work. So we're going to see some Goga Patanza tonight at Bankers Life Fieldhouse celebrating its 20th anniversary, which is just astounding to me that it's been 20 years. That building has held up exceptionally well. And the renovation that it's going to undergo over the next year and a half, two years, is going to make it, again, absolutely the best arena in the NBA. And I think it's one of the top three now. Um, but let's let's cool our jets. On, and Miles Turner's got to go. What are we doing? We love Domas Sabonis. Yeah, he had 29 points the other night. He totally schooled DeAndre Jordan, who looked ridiculous the other night. But let's, uh, let's slow our roll on the Pacers being a better team without Miles Turner. Uh, Derek Elston has left the Indiana basketball program. He was the director of player development. He's joining Union Fidelity Bank in Carmel as a community development officer. Good for Derek Elston. Get on with your life. Tell you, Bloomington's for young men. Bloomington, as you get like in your mid-20s, late-20s, you're kind of like, okay, what are we doing? You know what? This is a hell of a good time, six, seven years ago. But now, what's going on? I mean, these women at Kilroy's won't even look twice at me. So, he's going to Carmel to work for a bank. Uh, Indiana, by the way, ESPN's BPI has them ranked, without playing a game, has them ranked number 69 in the country, with a 6% chance of going to the NCAA tournament, and a 0% chance of going... Uh, of winning the Big Ten, which I think is uh, that that is kind of, that's looking at Indiana with a bit of a jaundiced eye. I think they're going to be quite a bit better than that, to tell you the truth. But the truth is, what they are, the collective, is going to have to be greater than the sum of the parts, because the the parts are not terribly, they are not elite. None of the parts are at an elite level. So what they're going to have to be. Is a really good collective, and I think Indiana has it in it to be a good collective. Uh, Indiana football—they are minus eleven favorites at home tomorrow night at Memorial Stadium against Northwestern. If they win that game, they're seven and two. Indiana hadn't been seven and two in over twenty-five years. It has been a while since Indiana's been seven and two, <clears throat> and if they can get to seven and two and head into that bye week. Get a little bit healthy. You've got three games remaining. They are at Penn State, at home against Michigan, and at Purdue against the Boilermakers. You win one of those games, just one of those games, and you are going to exit the regular season at 8-4 and four and guarantee yourself, for the first time in more than 25 years, a season in which you don't lose six games. That's pretty good. And you're going to go to a decent bowl. It's not going to be the Farmer Fran Bowl out in Cali. All right? You're going to go to... Uh, I would I would settle for... In fact, I would prefer... I would select the Music City Bowl in Nashville because it's driving distance. We can get there in, like, four hours. I'm there. Let's go. Party time. Let's get a bus. Stay down there. Sleep like Bedouins. And have a great time. Party our asses off for three or four days. How about that? But I eat football, they look good against uh, against Northwestern to pick up their, I think it would be their, would that be their fourth, third, fourth? I'm losing track of the wins for Indiana, and that hasn't happened in, uh, since the earth cooled. I haven't lost track of wins for Indiana. I know the last two they've won on the road against Maryland, and, and last weekend they won at Nebraska. What they did the week before... <laughs> I don't know. Did they beat Rutgers at home? Was it that game? I'm not sure. I don't know, but it's fun. We get to win. Tom Allen was out handing out free tickets at uh, the Indiana Memorial Union yesterday. I guess that's a good thing. Why not? uh, Paper the house, man. Let's get some people in there. It's going to be colder than hell. You're sitting on those bleachers. You've got to freeze your ass off. But hopefully it's joyful. As Indiana... How about what's... uh, This... ...has wound up being a really fun team to watch. You know, Wap Fillor has a chance to be ranked among the finest, tight or finest wide receivers in all of college football. Whether Peyton Ramsey or Michael Penix starts, I'm not sure really matters at this point. And I never thought I was going to say that. Uh, Penix is going to be a game-time decision, as is always the case. These are two very, very different quarterbacks. So it's just good strategy for Tom Allen to hold that information close to his vest... Penix has practiced all week. Notre Dame, number 16, the Fighting Irish, they host Virginia Tech. They're 17.5-point favorites up in South Bend that game tomorrow at 2.30. Butler tonight hosts u in their final exhibition. U-Indy coming off a win at the Gentile Center against the Loyola Ramblers in Chicago. U-Indy is no joke. You're challenging yourself in an exhibition. It's in playing Gannon. You're challenging yourself in an exhibition when you play against the uh, the University of Indianapolis Greyhounds. Stan Gerald is going to have that team ready to play, and, and you better show up, and you better figure it out quick, or Stan Gerald is going to embarrass you as they embarrassed the Loyola Ramblers. I think Butler's going to be better. I think they're going to figure some things out. They lose Paul Jorgensen. They lose Nate Fowler, but everybody else is back. This is a deep team, good backcourt, good frontcourt. I think that uh, I think that the the Butler Bulldogs going to be back in the big dance this March. Uh, soccer state championships this weekend. Been a while since I played in the soccer state championships. Doesn't keep me from getting out and kicking a soccer ball, which I've done for the last week. And I got to tell you, I think like I've been riding a bike and running some and trying to keep myself in pretty good shape. But you use muscles in kicking a soccer ball that are unique to kicking a soccer ball. And man, they get sore really, really fast. Because you get, like I'm out at the park the other day, and there's a kid, like a high school kid out there, who's dribbling and kicking a ball around by himself. And I'm like, alright, give him the once over. He doesn't look terribly good, but he looks like he thinks he's kind of a fancy guy. So I start trying to get fancy, and I'm starting to try to pound the ball a little bit harder than he does, maybe. And uh, what the hell am I doing? And uh, holy cow, I woke up the next day. I was like, oh, jeez, I think I tore my groin muscle. What the hell's the matter with me? Anyway, we do stupid stuff when we get older. Uh, it's sectional weekend for high school football in Indiana. Everybody playing. A lot of great games. Fishers at Westfield. Carmel at HSE, Avon at Brownsburg, Pike at Zionsville, Tech at Southport, Perry Meridian at Ben Davis, Warren Central at Lawrence North, Warren Central at North Central, Columbus North at Franklin Central, Center Grove at Columbus East, Terre Haute South at Cathedral, New Pal at Whiteland, Roncalli at Attucks, Chittard at North Montgomery, Greencastle at Ritter, Heritage Christian at East Hancock, Good Luck to the Eagles, Park Tudor, at the Indiana Deaf School. So there you go. Go to a high school football game. Go to a high school soccer game this weekend. Kids work really, really hard. Go watch them show their wares. Birthdays. Chris Havlick. The great Chris Havlick. One of the finest editors that I've ever worked with. He, of course, at WMAQ, all uh, News 67 in Chicago. Mike DeCourcy, Not that Mike DeCourcy, It's a different Mike DeCourcy with an S, not a C. Steve Yoder. The coach, the old coach from Wisconsin, celebrating a birthday, Liz Lindauer. Happy birthday, Sharon Steele. Eric Corwin, happy birthday. Chad Graham, the great Chad Graham, happy birthday. Uh, May have to go see Chad Graham if this groin doesn't heal up quickly. Uh, Kevin Casey, happy birthday. Annie Hoffman, John Sandlin, Jeremy Patton, Mendy Ruzumaroff, happy birthday. And Gary Miller, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. Go to, and if it's not your birthday, celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Go to KentSterling.com. I wrote about um, Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney trying to protect college athletes from wealth is one of the more hilarious takes, maybe in the history of American politics and the U.S. Senate, and that is saying something. Read all about it at KentSterling.com. I will talk to you before 3 o'clock this afternoon. Sports, nothing but sports. Harry's going to ask me questions. I can't wait to talk to Harry. It's cold outside, kids. So be well. Take good care of yourself. Books. I got lots of books, and you know, I've read damn near all of them. Really good books. Writing a book's fun, too. Hey, Mark Maloof, how you doing?